Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by Seven Sisters Homeschool.com and the Ultimate Podcast Network. I'm so excited. I said it right. We used to be the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, and we've, you know, like reality strikes. We're not on the radio, we're podcasts. And so the name was tweaked, and so we are now the Ultimate podcast network. So I'm glad you're here with us. And also with me is our friend Peggy Ployhar from SPED Homeschool. And I got to meet Peggy uh, a few weeks ago when I got to interview on her Facebook Live, YouTube, whatever all that was, um, (laughs) talking about creative credits when uh, dealing with high school and special needs students. And so it just is one of those people where you feel like, yeah, we're tracking in the same direction as far as what homeschooling high school is all about. So Peggy, welcome and say hi and just tell us about your family's homeschool journey. Sure. Thank you for having me, Vicki. I am so excited to um, to be here and to be able to share my story because my story is really what started my ministry. And, um, and it's interesting how God works uh, in our lives in that way. Um, so I am the mother of three. My husband and I have three children. And um, I was dead set on not being a homeschool mom. <laughs> we had talked. <laughs> we had talked about it, and um, and I I told my husband I said I met our child, our oldest, and that is not happening. <laughs> and so we actually sent him to school for kindergarten, and um, he was in the principal's office just about every day. And finally, the principal sat me down and said, Peggy, you really have to have him tested. And I really, at that point, and I've talked to so many parents who say, I just thought I was being a bad parent. I didn't realize there was something else going on. And Mm -hmm. having that perspective from someone who lovingly spoke that truth into my life that there is something more going on here than you know, um, was was such a blessing. And so in the middle of his kindergarten year, my oldest was diagnosed with high functioning autism Mm -hmm. and um, was dealing with a lot of depression as well. And that kind of forced my hand to to do homeschooling. I knew if we were to send him to the public school and really at that time, that was um, 18 years ago, (laughs) Um, there there weren't a lot of options. And so homeschooling was really um, what we had. And I just had to buck it up and say, you know what, if this is God's will, he's going to make it work. And, Mm -hmm. um, and he did. Um, So we just finished, we're finishing our 17th year of homeschooling right now. Um, Of course, my oldest, who was five and diagnosed, is now 22. (laughs) And um, he just came home from college on Wednesday um, for the summer. Yes, thank you. And um, so it has been a journey, not only for my children, my family into homeschooling, but also myself. And I'm realizing that I can do this. because God is in this. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, yes, so that, that really began our homeschooling journey. And, and through that, we realized that my middle child, um, who is only two years younger than his older brother, um, had lots of sensory issues as well mm-hmm. as dyslexia and um, auditory processing issues. So um, it was a blessing for him that we were already homeschooling, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I look back and say, yeah, I really didn't recognize that because I was so focused on the first one. Yeah. And a lot of us do that, but God allowed us to catch up and he really um, flourished, especially during his last couple years of high school. And 
um, was able, homeschooling was just a, a perfect fit for him as well. As, yeah. G- gave him chance yeah. to grow and discover himself. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the freedom of that. And I know we talked about that in our interview was, um, it was just so important because he yeah. was a very out of the box learner more yeah. so than even his brother. So, um, so yes, but, but in the process of that, um, whole homeschooling, you know, journey of my own and my family, um, I had been working in ministry on and off. I had, um, worked with Mops International. I did leadership training for them when my children were younger. And I always had that drive to work in Mm. ministry. Mm. And so when I stepped out of that position and focused on homeschooling for a while, I still felt that draw. And I know a lot of moms do. They're like, I know I have a bigger something going on. Mm -hmm. And homeschooling is a big something. That is definitely not not to negate that. But I knew there was a stirring in my heart for something even more. And, um, And so a door opened to um, be the first special needs consultant for the uh, Minnesota Association of Christian Home Educators. And I jumped into that role, um, not really knowing a whole lot, but knowing more than most. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and you walked it out for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so then started working with more parents and, um, and walking through their journeys with them just by answering calls and um, writing articles and um, speaking and then we took a, a quick break in, in, you know, public ministry. We actually did foster care, emergency foster care for um, three children. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the oldest of 14, by the way, and I have oh 10 my- adopted siblings, all with special needs. And so, wow. um, so the, the emergency foster care was actually part of a family issue that had gone on. And um, we needed to step in as a family to, to take over, to take care of some kids for a little over a year. Mm. And, um, and so that, that was, um, a step back in my public ministry, but a huge step forward in what God was teaching me about how to relate to parents with adoptive issues as well Uh, in the special needs realm, because, um, more so we're seeing that population now coming into the homeschooling um, realm because lots of Christian families adopt. And, um, and there's a lot of um, attachment issues, um, fetal alcohol, and yeah. um, just other issues that these kids bring along, not because of their own fault, but just um, right. what life has dealt them and mm-hmm. how do we as parents homeschool them. Yes. And so, um, so that's been a blessing in my life to have uh, parents that have been so open. And my parents actually started homeschooling after I did realizing that it was, it was a good solution um, for um, kids to just learn outside the box. That's funny. A lot of times you'll see second generation homeschoolers, but it's usually the other way. Uh, yeah, it, it's an interesting story. And my parents yeah. still have four kids at home and they're homeschooling wow. a couple still. So, um, so yeah, so me being close to 50, they, they are still going. So I encourage you, if you're a grandparent homeschooling, you can do it too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean it's easy. Boy, are they right. tired. So, um, but yeah, so then when we moved to Texas, um, I kind of, by accident, stepped into the role of, with the Texas Homeschool Coalition, doing the same thing as I did in Minnesota, um, and really developed their special needs department. But again, knew that God just had something bigger on my heart, and um, the Texas Homeschool Coalition just blessed um, my calling and said, you know what, take all of this that you've worked on with us um, and and go do something that is bigger and can reach more mm-hmm. people. Um 
And so that's where SPAD Homeschool came from. We, um, we launched in the summer of 2017, so we're almost coming up on our two-year anniversary. And um, just, you know, laying a lot of groundwork the first year, getting our board of directors together. We are a 501c3 nonprofit, which is uh-huh. not the easiest thing to set up. <laughs> yep. And, um, but, but yes, yeah, so our, kind of our vision was to take what Nathan had done. And if you've been homeschooling for a long time, you probably know the word Nathan. Um, it's a lot of older home homeschool websites still have their link. Yes. Yes. And they dissolved um, years ago. I talked to them when we first started our organization. They said, yeah, we've we've really focused all of our energy into CHASC, which was their adoption um, side of their their nonprofit Uh, versus encouraging parents. They said, all of our kids have graduated. We don't homeschool really anymore. So it's not something we're passionate about continuing to do. It's just you know, kind of out of their realm. They were more focused yeah. on the adoption side. Um, and so I said, okay, so we are filling that void. Um, mm-hmm. And we want to make it more um, user, you know, friendly for the new era of homeschoolers mm-hmm. that are into much more the digital age. And um, how do we do that? And, um, you know, God has really just been showing us what that looks like. I can't say that I had a complete vision and I still don't. <laughs> um, but we just kind of put it before the Lord. And what, what has come out of that is um, a team of dedicated people that have been working together all in the trenches or have been in the trenches, special education, homeschooling um, mm-hmm. parents that um, we felt the things that really needed to be addressed was first that um, organizations were vetted so that mm-hmm. parents didn't just search on the internet and say, oh, this is a special needs curriculum that homeschoolers use or is, you know, out there for homeschoolers and then find out later that it was probably the worst choice that they could make um, yeah, because it yeah. wasn't um, something that anybody else used or anybody knew about. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then also training. Um, a few of the members on my team are special ed teachers and they you know, they were just kept reiterating, we have to train these parents because you can even take a curriculum that's written for a child with special educational needs and you still have to tweak that. And you need to know, how do I approach that? How do I, you know, set goals for my child? And then how do I accomplish those? How do I make sure I'm reaching those? And so our training videos, the live videos we do on Tuesday nights, and then we turn into podcasts as well as YouTube videos are really about training parents on the nuts and bolts to be equipped to help their children succeed. And, um, and so we're finding that 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 is really our our calling is to equip parents. We provide you what you need, and there's no one approach that's best for all families or all children, even if their diagnosis is the same. That's that's one thing I appreciate about you guys is that not one approach fits all kids. Mm-hmm. Just like we always say, there's not one right way to homeschool. Like God made each of our kids different and right. all special needs kids are, are different also. Right. So they have different gifts and we, um, we need to focus on those gifts as much as we focus or even more that we focus on their deficits yeah. because um, that's, that really reveals who they have meant been meant to be and mm-hmm. where where we need to really focus our attention as we're teaching them. So so yes, that's so um, sped homeschool is kind of grassrootsy. It's not not like you've set up yeah. a certification 
you know, system, that's not your goal, is you're giving information at a, just a grassroots level, like parent to parent Mm -hmm. on what is helpful for kids with different special needs. Is that right? Yes, some somewhat from parents, but also delving into the professional realm. Um, mm-hmm. We've we've interviewed um, college professors, um, doctors, uh, people mm-hmm. that work in the industry as therapists, um, and and even that have never interacted with the homeschool world. And we're making that bridge. Um, I've just this week was talking to a curriculum company and I said, the one thing that we really lack a lot of is transition planning for kids who really Mm. need those, those transition skills and Mm -hmm. parents are asking us for resources. And so I reached out to, uh, an organization that that's what they do. Um, and, um, and they said, well, we'd love to work with homeschoolers. We just didn't know how to bridge that gap. And so we're finding that in the process, we are starting to reach out into the special ed world and the special education world that homeschoolers can't reach on their own Uh, and advocating for them and training them too, as well as training the parents as to how do we get even more resources from all of these quality places that, because they were even talking to me, well, we don't even know how to market this to homeschoolers. How do we sell this individually? And I'm like, well, we'll work on that with you. And so, uh-huh. um, so these are, these are the kind of places that we've been going recently. And, and it's been exciting to see because I, I think for so long, we as a homeschool market have only taken products from homeschoolers or other um, people that have been in the homeschool yeah. realm instead uh-huh. of going out and training the general public as to what homeschoolers need. And there's so many good resources out there and they're so willing and open to working with families, which is exciting to yeah. me. So you've been connecting people and resources. Exactly. So I'm, I'm wondering, Peggy, if you have any favorite stories about high school with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably my best stories are not my favorite when they were happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is life, yes. Yes, it truly is. Um, yeah, high school. So my middle son really struggled with high school because of um, just his dyslexia that we had not dealt with at a younger age because I had been so focused on my older one with all of his autism issues. Um and it really caught me off guard that he was having such a hard time intaking any kind of data um, because of the auditory processing issue as well as the dyslexia. He wasn't reading and he wasn't listening. So my whole solution of trying to use audiobooks wasn't working either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was kind of at a loss. Mm-hmm. And um, so we we struggled back and forth with even just getting school done. And um, and I prayed a lot about sometimes when I came out of my time with the Lord, um, I knew I needed to press as a parent harder, um, change some things around and go. And when he was 16, he finally told me, I'm done. And I again took it to God and God said, yep, let him go. Mm. Um, And that was really hard. You know, we homeschool in the state of Texas. And so there are some legalities that I had to reiterate to my son that was important that he fulfilled because he wasn't going to be a dropout. (laughs) And so I said, okay, this is what's required in our state. You have to cover these five subjects and I need to, you need to figure out a way that you'll be graded on them. Whatever content you choose to study that includes those subjects is your choice. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he came back with podcast editing um, and 
recoloring videos, video editing, you know, all of these things. And um, critical thinking was how he covered math and also doing some financial reporting and looking mm-hmm. at different prices. You know, he, he filled that on his own. He took ownership. And so what, what started out with me going, what in the world is going to go on with this, this child? Um, because this is not how high school is supposed to look. <laughs> um, turned out in the end being such a blessing. I mean, our podcast and my, he took a gap year after high school and was the brain child behind all of the, the innovations that we started Sped Homeschool with. Oh, um, uh-huh. So, I, you know, you see the flip of that and go, yes, there was a plan in this. And just now what he's he's doing, he's he's so comfortable with himself, so comfortable with, he's continuing learning. He just turned 20 and and he teaches himself stuff new every day. And he's like, look, at you know, I'm, I'm going to try this now. And he's just so mm-hmm. comfortable with, you know, I'm going to try it if I fail. Nah, you know, I learned something and I'm just going to move on. Um, and as I look back, those are the lessons that matter the most. Yeah. Um, not that we, we pushed through math and we got that class done and, oh, we got that on your transcript. So I feel so accomplished. Yeah. No, not really. Cause my relationship with my son would have just been smashed. Um, and I find such joy now in those relationships with my boys now that they're adults and, um, and, you know, as I look back, the, the, those were the times when we, we dealt through those hard places um, and and focused on what mattered most that, um, that made me feel most accomplished in my homeschooling years. Yeah. So I, I think that's such a wonderful point is is the relationship mm-hmm. was what mm-hmm. lasted and what mattered, not the yeah. fancy transcript, not, exactly. you know, like, like bringing everything up to college prep level is mm-hmm. you gave him, you, know, you prayed about it and all, but you gave him the right to own his education yes. and finish it off in a way that was right for him so that he could start making himself who he's supposed to be. Exactly. You've got and to you saved the relationship doing that too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're only <laughs> when, when they're under your roof, you, you can only control so much and, yeah. um, and giving up that control is so important and making it a progressive, especially during those high school years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that they do learn that, you know, when I make bad choices, I pay for it. I don't just blame it on somebody else like mom or dad because they forced me to do this. That was my choice. And mm. <laughs> now yeah. I get to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Definitely. It's all, it's all good learning. Mm-hmm. And, oh yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it reminds not. me, our, our friend Melanie Wilson at Homeschool Sanity Podcast always says relationship yes. before rules. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where I think you took your kids as far as their transcripts. It wasn't the rules of the transcripts as much as the relationship between you guys and then leveraging that to fulfill what they needed so that they could graduate. Exactly. And I saw it with my oldest, you know, on the flip side is that where he was gifted, I did push him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made no sense to me why I was doing it, because his transition goal at the time that he graduated from high school was he wanted to be a welder, except he did so well in math that I couldn't uh, stop him. And I was like, we're doing calculus your junior year. And uh-huh. um, we're just going to do this because I know you can. And uh-huh. he did enjoy it. And now you know, after he came back from welding school, he decided that that wasn't what he wanted to do. And 
after he prayed about it, he goes, I'm supposed to go to college, mom. And his transcript was ready for that. Uh Um, So, you know, even before me, even before him, you know, knowing truly what God had planned for him, what was needed in the transcript was there. And, you know, really relying that God can do all that without us having to worry and fret if we're going to get it all done. That's lovely. Yeah. So I think this is a a good place to just encourage folks. You know, if you have a homeschool high schooler who's not a traditional learner, like there are some special needs going on. God didn't check out of the universe. He has plans for (laughs) each of the kids and he has plans for us in the children that he, he gives us. So Peggy, would you tell everyone how to connect with you? Sure. Um, Our website is spedhomeschool.com. That's spelled S-P-E-D for like special ed. So S-P-E-D homeschool.com. And you'll find a lot of our resources on there. Um, You can click on our podcasts from there, our most recent videos, and and basically find everything there. But we also are on basically any social media you can um, think of. Um, Our Facebook page is, is where we do our live broadcasts on Tuesday night. And also on that that page, you can look under our events for upcoming broadcasts. So um, you can see if you want to join in, because um, if you do join in live, you get to interact with our guest and they're, they have so much wisdom. I learn something new every week. So I'm mm-hmm. always excited to, to host those. Just when I yeah. hosted you, Vicki, it was, it was wonderful. It was fun. I, I, yeah. I come out just being so blessed uh, from those times, but, but yes, that's how you can connect with us. And um if you have any questions for us, you can always just email us or connect with us on our, our website as well. So that's SPED Homeschool, S-P-E-D Homeschool. And uh, mm-hmm. we will have the links in the show notes. So Peggy, awesome. thank you for joining us. You I so really, awesome. really appreciate you taking the time out there from Texas. Oh, absolutely. It's the weather here is not so good. So, <laughs> but, but, but thank Hopefully. you again, Peggy. Yes, yeah, the sun will come out soon. Yes. All right, we better wrap it up. So this has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by 7SistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Podcast Network. 